it's a it's a step beyond my reasonable level of hypocrisy to say that ah whenever your routine gets thrown off just just adjust no big deal it's a big deal Episode 919 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode, best of-ish edition. Today's quick tip, maintaining your flexibility is a good thing. Hey guys, uh, we are going way back in the archives today. My guess is that there's not too many of you that heard today's episode the first time it came out. We'll see. We'll see. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, but before we do, I want to take a quick second and uh, shout out a new patron of the show. Ms. Michaela jumped on board, sending a few a few bucks my way each month, a couple of cups of coffee. Michaela, certainly appreciate that. Thank you for the support. And uh, if you too want to support the show via Patreon, send in a couple of, of bucks, a little bit of cold, hard cash or digital currency, as the case may be, uh, my way each month. It would be appreciated. Certainly not necessary. Certainly not required. Certainly not expected, but definitely appreciated. Patreon.com slash DizRuns is the best place to do that. Uh, it's kind of like the NPR model. Basically, it charges you every month. You have the opportunity to change your pledge, go up or down, or stop it completely anytime you want to. I'm not in control of any of it. That's all up to you. Um, but, you know, one month, three months, five months, a year, Two years, however long you're willing to support, I'm appreciative to it. And uh, something that new that we're rolling out here uh, this this month, uh, maybe today. I don't know. We'll see how this shakes out. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe maybe next week. But uh, you know, happening this month for sure. Uh, I've been I've been working on the book. More details on that to come. I'm sure Thessaly will ask a question about it for the Q and A. So we'll answer it then. Um, but but the the rough draft, the the early stage of it. I'm dictating it, uh, just kind of speaking it, stream of conscious style. Um, it's going to be rough, but I'm going to at least once a month, maybe once every couple weeks, send it out to all the patrons that want to kind of see this book actually take take shape. Um, so if you want to, you want to get in on the ground floor, see it from literally from nothing to hopefully soon ish completion. Uh, Patreon is your chance to do that. So uh, patrons, be on the lookout. Uh, and if you want to get on board, uh, the Patreon train supporting the show, getting early access to the book, uh, and who knows what, what I've got a couple ideas cooking. We'll sa- I'll save those close to the best for now, as far as things that may come with the book as it goes. Um, that'll be for the patrons, of course. And, and obviously the book will eventually be available for everybody, but you can see it take shape. You can read it before it, it is a thing. Um, patreon.com slash Dizruns. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Diz Run. So now let's let's dive into today's best of-ish episode. And in case you're new around here, uh, we, do a, we do a quick tip episode every every week, every Friday, basically, except for the last Friday of the month. That's Q&A episode. Um, but typically, the, the second to last Friday of the month is taking a, a little look in the archives. You know, I've been doing these best of episodes, or these, not best ofs, these quick tip episodes for something like five years now. Um five plus years started in January of 2015. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a few, a few nuggets from the past that, you know, might be worth revisiting, uh, both because sometimes they're timeless lessons, but it, you know, it gets buried in the feed. It falls off your radar. Uh, maybe I haven't talked about it as much recently. Um, but also because sometimes I need the reminder. And, and I'm not sure exactly where today's, you know, camp falls, whether it's, it's a reminder I need, maybe it's a reminder you need, maybe it's just something that you need to hear for the first time. 
Um, but like I said, I doubt too many of you have heard this one before because uh, it's from October of 2015, so not quite five full years ago. Originally, this was episode 172. So, you know, just uh, 850 episodes later, we're, we're getting around to revisiting the topic. Um, but but what these best of-ish episodes are, again, for those that, that haven't heard one of these before, the, the blog posts, the show notes are relatively the same, although apparently five plus years ago, the show notes that I did or the blog posts I did for the quick tip episodes, not exactly, they've evolved. They've grown a little bit since then. So instead of just straight up copy pasting, I copy pasted and then went back and added a little bit to it, added a little more, put a little more meat back on the bones. Uh, but the audio, completely brand new. I haven't listened to the old audio. Uh, I'm kind of scared to listen to the old audio, honestly, from, from episodes that long ago. They tend to be a bit rough. Um, but but apparently, not for nothing, this this episode back in at episode 172 was when quick tips were actually in that 10 to 12 minute range. Because I think this was like 10 minutes and 30 seconds long. Uh, oh, gone are the days when a quick tip was only 10 minutes long. Am I Am I right? Am I right? Anyway, uh, so we're going to take a new spin on an old topic, something that, uh, like I said, I probably need a little reminder of. Maybe you do as well. And uh, that the, the topic du jour is flexibility, but not in the way that we talk about flexibility, or that I talk about flexibility maybe a bit more frequently. You know, I talk about flexibility in terms of physical flexibility, not a lot, but not not a lot. You know, it's a somewhat regular topic, talking about yoga, talking about stretching, talking about how that, that's, you know, we can't say, and, and I don't ever try to say that it guarantees injury resistance or that it's a good method to re- prevent injury, but I will say that it, it, it helps, you know, not, not for nothing. Our bodies work better when our joints, uh, our muscles aren't super tight. Our joints aren't restricted. We can go through full range of motion. So I do think physical flexibility, at least maintaining, sometimes improving can be beneficial for us as runners. Certainly something that I work on with my yoga practice and doing a little bit of stretching here and there as well. Um, I'm a fan of it. All right. Your mileage may vary. You don't have to stretch if you don't want to. I think it's a good thing. But today we're talking about a different type of flexibility, kind of uh, training flexibility, running flexibility, uh, schedule flexibility, which I think is, is easy to overlook, but definitely important. Definitely something to, to consider and, and talk about the value of being flexible in more of a, I guess maybe more of a metaphorical situation, specifically when it comes to our training plan. And I had to laugh when I looked at the the, the old post uh, from five years ago when I was like, this is my regular training routine. It was like tempo run on Tuesday, speed workout on Thursday, long run or easy run on Friday, uh, solo, and then a long or an easy run on Saturday with, with the running group that I was part of. And it's just like, daggum, speed work and tempo work every single week, both of them? Whew. Funny how things have changed and I've evolved in, in uh, my understanding of, of good physiology and, and the good ways of training and at least my belief that, that heart rate, slow, steady is the best way to long-term growth. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is that back then, that was my, my routine. And you've heard me talk about my routines lately and just how much better I, I function, how much better I work, how much, how much happier I am as a person when I can get into a good routine. When I get my runs in every morning, uh, when I have my, my coffee, I have my morning routine that I do to start my day. When I do that, boy, it, it helps me to just kind of dive right into my, my work day, being productive. I have, I've, I've been working on putting together a little bit of a routine for the evening to just kind of wind things down, prepare for the next day. That has helped me a lot as well. Uh, and you've also probably heard me talk about how when I'm out of my routine, it doesn't usually work as well. I don't usually work as well. And that's what I'm talking about today because, again, I need this reminder that, yes, it's good to – I think it's good to have a routine. It certainly works well for me. But we need to be willing and, and maybe need to be 
a little bit easier to adjust when something doesn't go to plan. You know, when, when you have to miss a day, when, when it's your speed workout day and the weather's terrible or the, the, the baby was up all night with, uh, you know, with, with some type of cough and sneeze and whatever. And so you didn't get much sleep. And so now you're running on fumes in the morning and you're like, well, gosh, but it's, you know, it's, it's a scheduled workout day. And like, I have to do it. No, you don't. No, you don't. Your schedule, your training schedule, my training schedule, whether we're talking about times right now when there's not a race upcoming, whether we're talking about times, hopefully not too far in the future when races are back and we're safe and we're able to do those types of things again, and we can be training for races. No single run is ever do or die. No single run is ever make or break when it comes to how you're going to perform on race day. At least not if you have a good plan. If you have a good plan, yes, there's some key workouts. Yes, there's some key runs. There's some, there's some milestones and some things that we want to hit. But it's never so set in stone that it can't be adjusted. Right? Just because you can't do your long run this week doesn't mean that that throws everything else off downstream. Just because you can't do your tempo run or your speed workout or your hill repeats or your whatever. It's all adjustable. It's all figure outable. As long as we're willing to adapt a little bit. As long as we're willing to be flexible when it comes to how we handle a disruption to our, our regular schedule. So, you know, if something pops up, if you've got weekend plans, if you've got sick kids, if you've got work emergencies, if you've got anything, any of the ways that life happens, because life is, life is going to happen. We all know that. When it happens, adjust. I'm here to tell you, it's not always easy to adjust. It's not certainly not my favorite thing to try to adjust when my routine doesn't work out, doesn't go according to plan. All right. I, you know, I I can be hypocritical about a lot of things. I am hypocritical about a lot of things. It's a, it's a step beyond my reasonable level of hypocrisy to say that, ah, whenever your routine gets thrown off, just, just adjust. No big deal. It's a big deal, but it's going to happen. So instead of getting bent out of shape about it, instead of saying that all is lost or thinking that, oh, what am I going to do? Adjust as best you can. Try to be flexible. Shift things around. Maybe run later in the day if you can, or move a rest day to you know tomorrow was supposed to be the rest day, but because you didn't get to run today, maybe today becomes the rest day. You run tomorrow. Whatever it is, it's figure outable. But changes to the schedule aren't the only areas where maintaining a certain level of flexibility, and again, not physical flexibility, but somewhat mental flexibility, is also helpful for us as runners. Some days we need to be willing to be flexible during a run, sometimes even during a race. You know, when races, remember, remember when races were a thing? Hopefully they will be a thing again soon. Maybe you've gotten a chance to run a couple of races recently. Hopefully you have, uh, scratch that itch a little bit, but sometimes during a run, you've got to be willing to, to adjust, to change. You know, you go into a run thinking that today's, you know, today's long run, it's going to be 12 miles and you get a few miles in and your body's just like, no. Or maybe it's supposed to be a speed workout. You, you kind of get in through your warm up, and your legs just have no life. They are D E D dead. I know that's not how you spell dead. Dead. Whatever. Don't at me. But in those in those instances, and in dozens of other ones, you might need to be willing, or it might be beneficial. Probably would be beneficial to be willing to adjust to change the plan for the day. And I know this can be a slippery slope because we've, we've, A, we've all had days, at least I think we've all had days, 
where you're kind of getting your shoes on, maybe sipping that coffee, getting ready to, to head out the door, and you're just like, ooh, I don't know about today, right? But after you get a mile in or a half mile in or a mile and a half in or whatever, you kind of get that warm up, legs kind of loosen up, and you're like, ooh, all right, feeling good. Back on track. Long run as scheduled, workout as scheduled, whatever the case might be as scheduled. We've also had that day, those days where we get out and we're like, oh, yeah, not, not going to happen. And when that happens, you kind of have two choices, right? You can be stubborn and say, the schedule says 14 miles today. The schedule says three by one mile repeats today. By God, I'm going to do it. And you're probably going to be miserable the whole time. You're probably not going to have your best performance, especially if it's a speed workout, something like that. Like you're not going to have a a workout to be, not that you wouldn't be proud of it, but it's not one of those workouts that you're going to reference back and be like, oh yeah, look at this progress, right? Because you went into it just not feeling very good. It just becomes a grind. And some of you might think that, well, there's a benefit to that, right? Because you're not always going to feel great on race day. I get it. We'll get to that in just a second. But when it comes to workouts, when it comes to long runs, when it comes to these, these, you know, these days that once again, they matter, but they're not end all be all. I don't know. I just feel like, Hey, being flexible, maybe cutting the distance a little bit short, maybe just, you know, cutting down to, to two repeats instead of three or, or four instead of eight or whatever the case might be. Or maybe just, Hey, hear me out. Maybe just running easy the whole time. Instead, it's not the end of the world. In fact, it might even be the better option. Being willing to be flexible based on what your body's telling you in the moment of a run or a workout not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. And on race day, the same thing. Like you can go out there and it can be, you know, whatever your distance, whatever your race, your goal is to PR or to hit a certain time mark or whatever the case might be. And you've done all the training, you've built up, you've tapered, whatever, yada, yada, yada. You've done all the things that are supposed to, you're supposed to do, or you should do the best practices. And you get out there and your legs just don't want to do it. Or maybe there's weather conditions, or maybe there's crowd conditions, or whatever. Lots of things can impact their performance on race day. But let's just say, just for sake of argument, that it's just your body is just like not having it today. Well, I'm here to tell you that being flexible on your goal during the race day, not the worst idea. All right? And I know it sucks to give up on the goal of trying to PR, BQ, whatever. Whatever the goal might be for that. It, it, it's, it's not easy to give up on it. But if it's just not going to happen, you know what else isn't isn't the best idea? Just banging your head against the wall to try to force force the the the, the square peg into the round hole, right? Like try just trying to force a pace that you're not that your legs are not going to do that day. I I mean, how does that end well? I mean, so you can say, yeah, I gave it everything I had and it just didn't work out. I mean, I guess that there's maybe something to that. But I feel like, and maybe this is just me personally, maybe, maybe this is a, some, some indication of my type of personality, but I feel like I'd rather go, you know, try it for, try to hold on to it, try to pick it up, try to get to where I need to be. But if we're a few miles into a half marathon or, or maybe, you know, six, eight, 10 miles into the marathon and it, it, it ain't happening at that point, if, it, if it's not happening by then, it's probably not going to happen by the time you get to the finish line, right? You're not going to salvage it. So I feel like I would rather go, you know what? This ain't happening today. The PR, not going to happen today. But but how can I move the goalposts a little bit? How can I maybe try to negative split? Maybe try to, from this point forward, run a steady race that's at a slower pace than, than original plan. Whatever it is, try to come up with a different tangible goal so that I can come out of it going, hey, you know, I didn't hit the, 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 the main goal, was flexible, adjusted, 
set a different target and was successful on the new target as opposed to I stubbornly stuck through it and I toughed it out and it just wasn't what I wanted it to be. I don't know. You got to be the determining factor there. You got to decide what works best for you, your personality, your mentality, your type A-ness or B-ness or C-ness or whatever, whatever type you are. But I'm just here to say that being flexible on race day with your goals based on the situation at hand, whatever that situation is, again, whatever variables, whether it's the course, whether it's the weather, whether it's just how you're feeling, whether it's GI issues, whatever, being willing to be flexible on race day, it's not, you know, it's not giving up. Right. And sometimes that's what we think. Well, I, I gave up. No, there's a time and a place where that can happen. And, and that's where you don't want to be flexible when you're just giving up because, eh, when like, no, you know, suck it up, buttercup, at least try to, you know, the best you can. But if it's really not happening that day, don't be afraid to adjust. Don't be afraid to adjust. You know, again, the fact of the matter is, and we've talked about this multiple times, life is going to happen. Life is going to happen. It, it is. Whether it happens in training, whether it happens in a race, whether it happens and it just disrupts your normal routine, your normal flow, your normal schedule, life is going to life more often than, than we want it to. At least it does for me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you live in the perfect world. Maybe you live in, in Narnia where life doesn't life very often. But here in, here in uh, Lakeland, Florida, life lifes relatively frequently. And when it does, I guess it just gives me more and more opportunities to practice the value of being flexible when it comes to my routine. It's not my, my favorite thing to practice. There's other things I would rather work on than flexibility when it comes to adjusting my routine. But maybe this is life trying to tell me that I just need to keep working at it. Keep trying to adjust. Keep being willing to be flexible. Making the best of the situation. And who knows? Maybe that is, uh, Maybe there's something to that. But in, in the end, if I'm willing to do that, willing to adjust things, I'm going to be better off coming out the other side. I'm going to be more on track than I would be if I totally allowed myself to be derailed because I overslept or because the alarm didn't go off, which I guess would result in me oversleeping or because, um, you know, Addison had a rough night or the girls needed to leave early. So I didn't get a chance to get my run, like whatever it is, adjust, adapt, be flexible and try to stay on track the best you can, whether it's your schedule or workout or race day, all of the above. So that's today's little quick tip, best of ish edition, you know, only twice as long as the original version. Not sure it was twice as valuable. Hopefully, maybe, I don't know. You be the judge of that. Uh, one way or the other though, don't be afraid to let me know. I'm at Dizruns on Twitter. I'm at Dizruns on Instagram. Uh, you can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course you can head over to the show notes today, slightly expanded from the original version. Uh, but today's version, Dizruns.com slash 919. Uh, we've got, you know, a couple of new memes, a couple of old memes, uh, an old GIF. That's a goodie. It's a goodie. I'll tease you with that one. Uh, it's been on there since, since the, the early days and I still use it once in a while. Uh, that's how much I like it. Check it out. See what it is. Dizruns.com slash nine one nine. But if you scroll down past all of the tomfoolery, there's that comment section down at the bottom of the page, leave your thoughts, feedbacks, comments, takeaways down there as well. And I'll get back to you relatively short order. Uh, but I appreciate the, you know, the, the, the feedback Whatever form is best for you to give it, I appreciate it, and I'm happy to take it that way. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, once again, Patreon, if you want to support the show uh, financially, patreon.com slash disruns is the link. There'll also be a link in the show notes. There's also a link in your in your phone app thing. Uh, at least there should be. You can click that, take it, take you right there. Uh, thanks to Michaela for jumping on board. Thanks to everybody else that's been on board for a while. Uh, and be on the lookout for the latest versions of 
of uh, the book. And the latest versions are not good. They're not polished. They are stream of consciousness. You may not be able to follow it. That's okay. You're going to see this process come to life. Uh, and I'm looking forward to sending it out to you. And, and uh, you know, hold your feedback for now. There'll be a time when I'm asking for your feedback. Now is not the time. Just see what it looks like at the start. So hopefully, you know, several months from now, you can see what it looks like when it's finished. Uh, but uh, yeah, patrons, be on the lookout. You want to get on board, patreon.com slash disruns. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. If you enjoyed this episode, if you have a friend, running partner, running friend, running enemy, whatever, if you have somebody in your life that might benefit from being a little bit more flexible when it comes to their schedule, their routine, things like that, you know, basically somebody like me, uh, you might feel free to hit the share button, pass this one along to them. Uh, tell them about it. Spread the word. Always appreciated. And uh, until next time, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>